0: Hey everyone, it's Gabby and i and Manny and you're listening to Oye, Let's Talk.
1: Hey everyone, we're here with a lighthearted topic for today because we need some sunshine in our lives and sometimes it's good to laugh at yourselves too. So we're doing a you know your blank when and the word of the day is Hispanic it's gonna be a fun episode we just want to start off with of course stereotypes are wrong please do not go up to anyone and say you must be like this because you're latina latino latinx hispanic duh you're hot-headed wearing hoops chancla throwing person You
0: spicy girl you spicy (laughs) you look exotic I hate those. Please don't I do hate that. Those. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but there's definitely some things we live up to or habits some of us share. So for perspective, I'm going to lay down some groundwork right now. Some of my suggestions might be because I'm of Cuban and Panamanian heritage. Plus, I grew up in Miami, so ya tu sabe.
2: The same goes for me. I, tr- you know, thinking of things to say on the episode, I I, I want to be as inclusive as possible. But I will preface it just as Danny. I mean, I'm sorry, I'll preface just as Gabby just said. Some of this stuff is might be specific to just Cubans or people who live in Miami or people who live in South Florida in general.
0: And likewise, um, I am Mexican Argentinian. So a lot of my stuff might have to do with me growing up with like, Hot sauce in my hand, arroz con frijoles, even though I'm sure that um, many can relate to that. You don't have to be Mexican to eat arroz con frijoles or however you say the word frijol. um Habichuelas, but I, habichuelas caraotas. But I have, um, I feel like I've been adopted in the Cuban culture as well because I also grew up in Miami. So we'll see. <laughs> Now
1: that you all know a little bit about us, let's get to know some Hispanic culture. Yes. So let's talk about this real quick. Facts. You know, you're Cuban or any type of
0: Caribbean. When you show up to the party and there's dominoes on a table. (laughs) You know, there's Mexican train that's like Mexican type of dominoes. I don't know if you guys have ever played it. Fun game. Nunca. I'm not even familiar with that is.
2: Yes, there's always a domino table at a Cuban party. And I will say, um, you know, you're Cuban or Caribbean when you eat a banana with your food. Yes.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yes.
2: I don't know if anybody else can relate to that. I think that's just specifically a Caribbean thing. And I will say, you know, you're Cuban when you show up to a party and there's croquetas. (laughs) Pastelito de Guayaba.
1: Okay, so two things to that. One. When I lived in Missouri and I would have banana with my salad, my That's rice weird. and beans, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I ate a banana with whatever just because I grew up that way. It was like, you know how people are like, eat your greens, uh-huh. eat your banana. Uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> I was when I would have lunch, I would feel so shy and would have to go to the break room or whatever to eat my meal because people were like, is that a banana? Huh. Or why do you <laughs> eat with a banana? Like I, my banana got so much hate all the time. So I just didn't, I didn't it's deal. So
2: good. I just
1: went it's to a so corner. Good. But like, don't knock it till you try it, y'all.
2: Danny, do you eat your meals with bananas?
0: I do, but but only with like rice and frijoles or like I don't know very salty food. Like I can't do like salad. Like I I can't do sour sweet like that. I don't know.
2: But did you pick that up because you lived in Miami? In Miami, I think so. Okay, not because your parents did that.
0: (laughs) Right. I think platanitos are common in Mexico, like with some Mm -hmm. foods like that. But Mm -hmm. it's not like you eat it constantly with everything. Tostones, I definitely only ate in Miami. Stuff like that. Um, Another one You don't have to be Cuban or Mexican or live in Miami, but there's a saying that, you know, you're Hispanic when you're loud AF or your family is loud AF. You're the, you know, you're the big family (laughs) in a restaurant, in the church, in a park, and you're all really, really loud.
2: I, if anybody knows me in person, I'm like, so loud. I'm super loud. And I sometimes don't even recognize how loud I'm being until someone tells me, hey, <laughs> man, keep it down. And I'm like, Oh, sorry. Always and even in just Kong- like I carried away
1: i'm cracking up because it's so true like yeah. i remember before like oh no the mic's broken
0: what do we do and then and they're like no just get manny to talk <laughs> oh my god gabby no do you yet. remember when we used to go out with our sisters and i would say something and i didn't even know and they're like shh danny yeah because you're loud for no reason like well i don't know
1: <laughs> i we're just not aware you and know how
2: it when you don't know how to whisper <laughs> or use inside voices
1: <laughs> my mom will attest to this <laughs> my inside voice is my outside voice. What are you talking about? <laughs> you,
2: someone knows you're Hispanic when they can't pronounce your last name. This is a personal one to me because not a lot of people can pronounce my last name. And my last name actually has like an on it, but I always drop it because in English it doesn't Estopinan, exist. Estopiñan, right? Yeah, it's Estopiñan. So God forbid I had that on my last name, like it's already unpronounceable by the um, white Caucasian speaker. So... I feel like maybe that's just a personal me. I mean, you guys both have very easy last names and you have the Garcias and the Suarezes no. out there and the Rodriguezes. But I, me, no.
1: <laughs> your, your last name is hard, but I get some hate for Nunez because one, the Enya is never pronounced. And then whenever I need to type my name anywhere.
2: Nunez. Even though <laughs> yeah, it's
1: common. It is very common, but sometimes mm. they don't have like it
0: on like web applications or whatever. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's not a real symbol. yeah
2: Yeah. mine has a hyphen
0: mine is like more than seven characters long prison like they're like prison prison no and it's not daniel or danielle it's daniela oh (laughs) daniela sure yeah you know you're hispanic
2: when they mispronounce your name yeah Facts. i think we've all been there we've all been there
1: okay i have a fun one and this one i had to google for it because (laughs) i didn't know the american equivalent you know you're hispanic when your scary stories included La Llorona, but not the boogeyman?
2: <laughs> that one's specific because yeah. I put down on my notes El Cuco. You guys never like grew up no. with, like yes. El Cuco te va a coger.
1: Yes. That was the boogeyman for me. <laughs> but I didn't know what the boogeyman was. But also, I just wanted to give a shout out because La Llorona, like, you don't, you don't mess with a woman. Like,
2: <laughs> oh my God. you don't mess with a Hispanic woman.
1: <laughs> Let's <So>. you know. <laughs>
2: Okay, I have a very personal story. And I'm going to, you know, you're Hispanic when you can't recognize a Queen song. And I'm going to say that because I didn't. Why? (laughs) uh, Yes. Most of my Hispanic friends. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Danny. So maybe this is, I literally grew up in Cuban culture. And it wasn't until high school, my junior year of high school, I was in 11th grade. Well, I was like 16, 17 and it was my first time hearing Bohemian Rhapsody. Baba, just a man, put a gun this huge mega American culture, you know, pop um, hit that everyone literally grows up singing and knowing and it's like part of your culture. And I mm-hmm. remember we were going on a class trip and the entire bus is like singing <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody at the top of their lungs. And I'm like the f is going on right now <laughs> like and i felt like i don't know it was just like you know you're an immigrant when or like you know you're hispanic when you can't recognize the american song that's playing I on the
0: radio the
1: and you in can't make sense why it's such a bop yeah, yeah. that's yeah. my that was my thing when i first heard it i was like why is this the song <laughs> it's genius it's legendary yeah, no it's, it's great funny. like now i appreciate it but i just remember right. being like this is what right. why is this the
0: karaoke song <laughs> I don't get it. And it's a long song, too. So if you long. Think about yeah. it.
2: <laughs> Imagine just sitting there for, what, six minutes, and just people singing, and you're like, I don't know this song.
0: So I okay. just I just realized from the list of what I came up with, you know, when you're Hispanic, one a lot of mine has to do with food. I don't know if that's a very Hispanic thing because we tend to be in the kitchen all the time cooking or all we do is think about food. But one of mine is, um, you know, you're Hispanic when... Tu mamá dice que la comida está lista y no hay nada en mesa. When your mom says to come downstairs because food is ready and there's nothing in the table. Because you haven't said it yet.
2: You know what, I, Danny, I can 100% relate to that, but... I just it dawned on me the other day that the reason your mom calls you so soon is because the food's going to get cold and it's happened to me where I'm like literally about to set the table and you wait 5 minutes and the food's damn cold already and I'm like hmm this is why my mom used to call me like before it was even set I
0: don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh my my grandmother would do the same thing La comida está yeah. por la mesa <laughs> It's habit. They have like 20 minutes left and they're like, mm, it's time for the countdown. <laughs> I
1: hate that though. Like, don't waste my time. Let me know for real. Okay. So I have a funny one. And I think a lot of people uh, would relate to this. When the dishwasher and the oven are used for storage. <laughs> now. That's this true. Is- This is my story. I would like to give a shout out to now Megan Gillespie because she taught me so much about my Hispanic tendencies. She was my old roommate in Missouri. I gave her mad creds for this one. She used to bake. I didn't use the oven too much but I bought new Pyrex and I just left them in the plastic and I stored it in the oven. So she went to preheat <laughs> the oven and the plastic was melting. And she's like, no. what did, what's that smell? Cause she was gonna <gasps> bake cookies. And she's like, Gabby, why did you leave anything in the oven? And I'm like, I'm sorry, what?
0: why didn't she check?
1: <laughs> no, but I was there like, why did I leave anything in the oven? <laughs> why was that the, Why was that my like logic? Why is that where that goes? And I'm like, well, thank God you got it like we could have burned the house down it would have been my fault at the end of the day and she's like why do you guys store stuff in the oven there's literally a tray under
0: the oven <laughs> and I was like oh my gosh you're right there is I had no idea I have another one when your parents threaten you with throwing a chancleta or get the bank on el cinturon or the belt even if they don't actually do it that's like
2: I feel like it's very <laughs> yes. common
0: for them to be like that way I did it.
2: Yeah. For me it was incinto cinto with the belt Yeah. Like it was just even at, like you said, Danny, it was just like a a tool of intimidation. Like, oh, don't think about it.
1: And my my final one before we go to viewer comments or listener comments is you were taught about Jesus y el mal de ojo. Like both existed, coincided. And I've had so many people question me, like, hey, wait, if you grew up Catholic, like, why do you wear those eye thingies? And I'm like, to keep the bad spirits away. They're like, don't you have faith? And I'm like, this is, stop quiet. Don't That's make energy qu- though, right? Like, 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 don't make me question it. <laughs> Like, we have the Virgin Mary candle. We have Jesus on a cross somewhere in the house. <laughs> and we have mal de ojo. It just all happens but together.
0: Ma- mal de ojo is not attached to any particular religion, right? It's just like energy. Precisely. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's to keep bad vibes away but it does make sense like
1: if you ask Jesus to keep the evil spirits away why why do I need the mal de ojo? like why do I need right. the eyes
2: <laughs> technically you should be faithful enough that the mal de ojo is not going to get to you Question mark.
1: Mm. <laughs> all I'm saying is that I got both, right? Like I'm really keeping the spirits away. <laughs> but if y'all at, if y'all saw on my personal Instagram and maybe on Danny's, you may have seen our questions because we wanted to hear what you all had to say. And of course, we asked on oil. Let's talk, Danny. Why don't you go first?
0: So one of my first ones is when Vigva Poru solves all your health problems. You know the Vicks, the you may have nothing,
1: absolutely nothing in your medicine cabinet, but you got Vicks. It's a staple.
2: The Hispanics swear it cures everything. One time my mom was just like putting it over her toes for some, I didn't even question it and I was just like, I'm not going to ask, but she, bro, she swears by it and kudos to all Hispanics who do, they do I've- clear your sinuses.
0: Yeah. And like, I don't know, my mommy's always put it on my chest or in my back. And I just know that I always felt better the next day. So I always keep a little bottle in my cabinet. <laughs> um, You never know. Another one is when you live with your family until you pretty much get married. True. I feel like I feel like with our generation, at least those who live in the US, it's gotten progressively better. I feel like I don't know if it's the millennial generation that kind of decided to venture out and maybe go to college abroad. And I think we're starting to change that.
2: Yeah, when I told my parents I wanted to move out, they were like, shook it. They really thought I was going to stay there until I got married. They were like, it's not your turn. It's not your time to leave. And it's like, when did you discuss that with me? I think get the memo that I was going to stay here until then. So it's, it's so that is that is the common thing, because I feel mm-hmm. like our parents grew up in that environment where, you know, there wasn't an opera, uh, mobility, like you lived in your house until you could afford, you know, moving out. And the only time you could do that was probably when you got married. But New York Times, New Minds, and here we are.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) none of us live with our parents.
0: (laughs) Yeah, lol. Um, Another one is, uh, you know, you're you're Hispanic when you have a thousand and one primos, and the one woman who's been with your family forever is actually a family friend, and she's referred to as tia, (laughs) but she's not tia.
2: (laughs) And that's her primo, tia, tio. Like, everyone's just extended family at that point.
1: That's actually really funny because it wasn't until my teenage years that I discovered some people who I just always thought was family wasn't actually family. I'm like, I had to do a family <laughs> tree, And I was like, hey, how come I have two padrinos? No, we just call that guy padrino.
0: <laughs>
1: Why? <laughs> and they're like, didn't you notice that your grandpa even calls him padrino? And I'm like, but whose godfather is he? Like,
2: he is he's just questioning <laughs> <washing> it." <laughs>
1: He's no one's
2: godfather. Yeah, yeah, literally, <laughs> oh. that's the worst. Okay, right. I
0: have I have two more. So one of them is, um you know, you're Hispanic. When you'd ask to go to McDonald's as a kid or Taco Bell, and they're like, "Pero si hay comida en casa."
2: <laughs>
0: Bro, I always hated that. <laughs> now I tell my mom that when she's like, "Oh, let's go out to eat," I comida en la casa. How does it feel? <laughs> And then you don't have to be religious, but I just feel like a lot of Hispanics say bendición, que Dios te bendiga, te mando mis bendiciones. Hispanics bless everything and they might not even know like why or where it comes from. It's kinda of like a habit. Yeah, blessings is a habit in our culture. That is
1: an blessings.
0: ex that is an excellent thing to
1: have. <laughs> <laughs> okay so i have a few good ones are y'all ready this is actually really funny so i'm adjusting this one because it inspired a new one but basically doctora ana maria polo is a celebrity in your household so <laughs> so if y'all ever watch Caso cerrado like they take her word <laughs> to that's, heart.
2: De- that's definitely a south florida thing and saying Caso cerrado i don't know if that's syndicated 100%. anywhere else isn't it
0: i feel like yeah. it's just a u.s thing or like a, a Miami thing. I don't know. No, It's on Telemundo. It yeah. is. Prime I just time. Feel like, I feel like most of their ratings come from Miami, though. I don't know.
1: I mean, I it's headquartered in Miami, yeah. so that would make sense. You could actually run into her in Miami. But that actually was the suggestion that you've met Doctora Ana Maria Polo out and about, and you got to pick because she's a local celebrity. <laughs> um, This one's great. So you know you're Hispanic when you're a legit adult, whatever you consider legit and still wear baby cologne after showering y'all know
2: no the baby cologne actually you know what <laughs> yes because my girlfriend literally had a bottle of it the other day in her room so <laughs> i like agua de violetas
0: like don't expose her though <laughs>
2: no. don't worry and no, about i just this. thought of that
0: i was like yo i'm so sorry
1: <laughs> <And> so <laughs> This one, I feel like there's so many memes about it, but basically, when you open a fridge and you you're trying to reach for the butter, and yes, it indeed is not butter
2: it's
1: <laughs> Butter containers for whatever reason, will always oh, have leftovers when the family bought that much butter, I never know
2: you know you're Hispanic, yeah, you know you're Hispanic when you uh use the leftover containers,
1: yes. We are a sustainable culture. That's what I tell people. My grandmother has been recycling for 50 years, if not longer. So don't tell me how to live a a more sustainable lifestyle.
2: It's a problem. It's a problem. Is it? Yes. Because your cabinet's full of those cheap plastic containers <laughs> yes. that you barely use, and they're, like, disgustingly dirty. I'm done. You
1: need to talk about it. No, facts, facts, <laughs> facts. Another one is you can basically live off of white rice.
2: <laughs> I guess.
1: I need to put, like, stuff on it, though. Like, yeah, yeah but, like, it comes with every meal. Like, giving up yeah. rice yeah. is pretty hard in comparison yeah. to giving I up something rice. else. True. And then I'm going to end on this note. (laughs) When you're 23 and still have a curfew.
2: (laughs) If you live at home, absolutely.
0: Mm -hmm. I feel like not even 23. It can go up to like 27, 28. I feel like it's just house rules. Like, it's sad. At least for me. I feel like if I still lived back home, I would have certain... Oh my rules gosh. Rules and regulations.
1: Yes, facts. I would go, I was living in college and if I came back home for something, my mom's like, you have to be home by 10. Yeah. I'm like, ma'am, I'm like buying your groceries, <laughs> taking people on errands and you're telling me now I got, like, I can't even go out at night. What? <laughs> so yeah, we've discussed a lot of stereotypes right now and a lot of ways that you can probably point out a Hispanic from their household or living quarters. So the next time you hang out with your friends, think of a few of these. We know you have some and make sure to drop them on our Instagram. Remember, you're listening to Oye Let's Talk. Bendiciones.
0: That was so good. (laughs)